Welcome back to another episode of the Unlockable Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Nintendo's year in review and Nintendo's decade in review. And we're going to talk about the future, the 2020s. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Hannah, what's going on? Uh, not a whole lot. School just started for me. Super busy. Haven't really uh, had the chance to play much. What about you? I've had the chance to play so much because I haven't started school yet. I still have, what, it's Friday today. I start on Monday, unfortunately. But I'm starting up my last two semesters of college. Woo! Woohoo! That's exciting. <laughs> you went to Colorado, right? I did. I went to Colorado to visit a bunch of my family. It was incredibly fun, and I loved it, but I had no time to do anything or any kind of gaming or anything like that. Every time I texted you, it seemed like you were super busy. I was super busy. I still am super busy. (laughs) I got to travel. I think I mentioned I was going on a cruise in the last episode. I went to the Bahamas. I went to Princess Keys, or Kays, however you pronounce it. I went to Nassau. And that was really fun. That was my second cruise that I was blessed to go on last year because my girlfriend actually won it at her job. Crazy. I'd never been on a free cruise before. Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. It was a lot more fun because it was free, I think. So, I guess you haven't had much time to play anything. What have you been buying since the last episode? Well, I did buy... It was after the Black Friday sales, but Amazon still had it on sale. But I bought AI The Somnium Files, Day 1 Edition, which I don't think a lot of people are talking about, because I don't think a lot of people know about it, but I saw it, it's like in an anime style, and it's got a really deep story, and I was like, yeah, I'll buy that. Um, And then some of the limited run games were on sale at Best Buy, so I got Battle Chef Brigade Deluxe. Battleship Brigade? Brigade? Brigade, yeah. Is it a... Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. like the, the Hasbro game or whatever? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard good things about it, and it was on sale, so I thought, why not? Interesting. That's all you got over the last that's couple weeks? Yep. Looks like I'm going to win on this episode. I've been getting... I got some good Christmas gifts, um, which we didn't talk about on the last issue episode. We got, I got Starlink Battle for Atlas, was not a Christmas gift, but I did go and purchase that for like six or seven dollars, the Star Fox version for Switch, which I think you have, right? Yeah, I do have it. That's a bargain. Six dollars? Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be rare by any means. I'm probably going to open it up and play it at some point, you know, add it to the un- never-ending backlog that we all have. Um, I think you should. It's fun. Oh, you've played it? Yeah, I played it. Um, I haven't played it a lot. It, for me, I just like exploring random planets and then just being like, you know what, I'm going to go to another one. And you just take off and you go to another one. It's fun. It's like exploration for me. It does look pretty fun. I watched some gameplay the other day. But yeah, I'm a big Star Fox fan too, which is cool. <clears throat> what else have I been getting? I got Legend of Mana Girlfriend. It's a game, the sequel to Secret of Mana, and I've been really wanting this game for a long time. It's probably been on my list for a couple years now, and I just never wanted to fork over the 30 or $40 that it costs complete in box. It's a PS1 game. Um, 
Yeah, I haven't heard many people talk about it, really. I mean, everybody remembers Secret of Mana, and the trilogy for Collection of Mana came out, and it came with um, Trials of Mana, which was never released here. And I haven't played Trials of Mana, but I am going to get the remake later this year. I think it comes out in April on Switch and PS4, so that'll be cool. Um, that one looks awesome. I'm really trying to get myself into RPGs. You know, I play Pokemon, I play Paper Mario, if you want to freaking call it an RPG, and I play Secret of Mana, so trying to branch out as a gamer. It's going to jump on that RPG bus, my friend. <laughs> I got Ukulele and the Impossible Lair, which you got last episode, right? Yep. Have not tried that one yet for the Xbox One, and I'm really looking forward to that because I love Tropical Freeze. I got a complete in box Donkey Kong 64 for Christmas from a good friend, and Ooh, shout out to her. Know that? Yeah, um, it was. She actually found it at Goodwill, and it's the second complete in box DK64 she found at Goodwill. So what? <laughs> I don't know how how she scores like this, but it's crazy. <clears throat> Um, so yeah, I already have the cartridge. I've had it since I was a kid. One of my favorite Nintendo 64 games growing up, but it's really nice to have it complete in box on the shelf now. And the last game I got between now and the previous episode was Paying Adventures, which is a limited run game for the PS4. And it's actually a sequel, a modern day sequel to this game series called Buster Bros. And Buster Bros is like an arcade game, like... I don't even know how to describe it. You like have to just basically pop balloons. It's pretty simple, but it's a lot of fun for two people. And I'm really excited to try this sequel. I never thought that I would be um, getting that one for Christmas, but that one was that was a nice surprise. And it was sealed, so I'm gonna have to tear the plastic off of that one. And it's my first limited run game. I've never gotten a game from limited run games, so that's cool. And let's move on to the news that we are going to do every episode now. Hannah, you want to tell us about the news this month? Sure do. <laughs> so starting off, we have Untitled Goose Game, which sells over 1 million games. Woo! That is insane. And this was just right before the end of the year, so, I mean, who knows how many it's sold now. The Dragon Quest Your Story movie looks like it'll be releasing in the West later this year as a Netflix exclusive. I'm kind of excited about that, actually. I don't really know much about it. I don't. I have never seen any advertisements or anything for it, but it looks interesting. Definitely check it out because I have Netflix. Yeah, and you're starting to get into the Dragon Quest games now, right? Yes, I am. I really want to play Eleven. I've played the demo, but I haven't actually played the full game yet. Nintendo is reportedly bringing at least two more Wii U games to the Switch. That means they're porting over two more games, which... I don't know, that's just the rumor mill, isn't it? I don't know if that's actually been confirmed. I think it was... Well, I don't want to say for sure. I thought it was confirmed by someone at Nintendo. But yeah, if it's not Pikmin 3 and Super Mario 3D World, I'm honestly going to be shook. I think for sure Super Mario 3D World. I can't imagine. I don't know. You guys have probably seen my video on exclusive Wii U titles. And it just baffles me that that game has not been ported yet. What do you think the two games would be? Ah, see, I don't know. It depends. If Nintendo is going to come into 2020 with the direct that we we you know we think is going to happen with the new Mario game, like a new one, like a Super Mario Odyssey 2 or whatever, I don't think it'll be a port of uh, Super Mario uh, 3D Land or 3D World. But 
it's possible. I don't know. It depends. I think for me, what I really want to see is Xenoblade Chronicles X, just because I'm a huge fan of that series, and I'd love to play it on the Switch. Um, but I don't know. That's a hard one. It might be Pikmin 3. It could very well be Xenoblade. Those are definitely the top three. There aren't that many left to pour or, it over. Or uh, Wonderful 101. Yeah, Platinum Platinum Games, yeah. That one's always been rumored. Um, there are tons of rumors going around that the uh, Switch Pro, as we're calling it, will be releasing later this year. Hmm. Would you drop everything and go buy that? Uh, only if they had a Zelda one come out. If it was, like, cool and the Joy-Cons, like, I don't know, were gold or something, or, like, with the uh, Breath of the Wild, like, the blue pattern. I don't know. If it was a Breath of the Wild 2 or any other Legend of Zelda, absolutely yes. But if not, probably not. I don't... I don't know. I think the Switch runs games, obviously, well enough. I don't think I really need a Pro. I don't need a Pro, and... I've never been one to buy pro consoles in the uh, in the past just because of finances, but I think it would be cool to have it if it was 4K or something like that. I mean, who knows? Um, but it definitely seems like this thing is coming into fruition, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Nintendo is just so unpredictable, it's really hard. <laughs> but there's a, there's a Switch Lite, so, like, why not? Everybody predicted the Switch Lite, and everybody's predicting a Switch Pro. So, I mean, they must... Rumors lead somewhere, I suppose. Um, Alienware unveils concept UFO. Wow. Uh, pretty much, <laughs> it's just a Nintendo Switch, but for PC gaming. That's what I'm understanding of it, too. Um, it looks like you're just going to be able to take your Steam games or whatever onto the on the go. Scares me a little bit. Yeah think it's going to be competition ah uh, i don't know well we all know how sony does with their handhelds and how nintendo just totally crushes them <laughs> so who knows i think the biggest downside for this thing will be its price point you know you're gonna by the time this comes out you can get a freaking nintendo switch or a switch Lite for under 200 dollars. this thing is going to be coming out for probably 500 dollars if i had to guess oh gosh yeah, I don't know. I We'll see. guess we'll see. PS5 logo revealed, and holy crap, people are talking trash. <laughs> I don't even understand it. Uh, I I think people would have been okay if they didn't, like, build it up to, like, this super amazing thing that was going to happen. And people are like, <laughs> they literally just deleted the 4 and added a 5. Exactly. <laughs> I saw a video that was exactly that, and it was hilarious. It's hysterical. Memes are going around. Yep. Tons of new arcade one-up cabinets being announced at CES. So, Data East compilation with four games. Uh, digital pinball machines, which include Star Wars pinball, um, Attack from Mars pinball, and more. And then there's the Sega's Golden Axe, sit-down style Star Wars cabinet, and then Frogger. An NBA Jam 4-player cabinet, which supports Wi-Fi for online play. Wow, that's Have a you lot. seen any of these new pictures that are surfacing? No, actually. I did not know the about this The fact that they are doing online play for an arcade cabinet is very interesting. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the uh, discussion we were having last week with the mini consoles, or last month, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I think that the sit-down style arcade cabinet for Star Wars is going to cost a fortune. 
What does that even I can't mean? imagine. You know, like a like a racing game. Whenever you go to the arcade and you sit down, you got the steering wheel and everything. It's kind of like that. Oh. Yeah, I can't imagine like building that and everything. But I think some diehard Star Wars fans are gonna enjoy that. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, expensive. Same thing with the Wi-Fi. That one's gonna be more expensive as well. And these digital pinball machines are. I don't know how I feel about that. I've never played a digital pinball machine. But it's it's a screen instead of actually hitting the ball and with the paddles and everything. Um, I mean, I guess that could be cool, but I don't know. They got partnerships with Bally and Williams, which are the big names in pinball. So hmm. we'll see how that goes with Arcade One Up. They've definitely been doing better since their initial launch a couple years ago. Yeah. Huh, all right. Well, that's interesting. Um. And then Hyperkin is releasing a cube-shaped console that will play every Game Boy, every Game Boy Color, and every Game Boy Advance cartridge. That's kind of neat. Cool for people that are into that. And then lastly, we have the Pokemon Direct, which came out yesterday as of recording this. And they announced that Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It is a reimagining of the, tw- or the 2006 original. Uh, mystery dungeon i've never played a mystery dungeon game but i mean they the trailer looked interesting so maybe i'll pick it up who knows um and then pokemon home was i don't know we just got more information about it we were talking about this a little before the show you said you had no idea what it was um pokemon bank or whatever on the gamecube do you you know about that game no it's not really a game. It's a you could order it from Nintendo of New York back in the day, and it's essentially just a place to store all your Game Boy Advance Pokemon games, Pokemon into. It's literally a storage device, and that's what this is. The 3DS already has something like that, and I forget what it's called, but you can put all your 3DS Pokemon onto the it's like a cloud storage for your Pokemon basically and now I think they're making Pokemon home I think it's an app for your phone or maybe it's a switch app I don't remember but you're going to be able to use all your Pokemon from the 3DS and the switch games and put it all on Pokemon home as like a cloud storage for your Pokemon does that make sense yeah it does but that's such a weird concept for me (laughs) I think a lot of people are very serious about it but I'm not one of them Oh, I'm absolutely positive people are really serious about that. And then finally, Pokemon DLC packs were revealed for Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. It's two packs. Well, it's one DLC, but it comes with two packs. So the one DLC is $30, and then you get two separate packs. One, I think, is June or July of 2020, and then the other one is fall. Um, And it adds 200 Pokemon, so that means new Pokemon and old Pokemon. Like right. new like new to the game. Um, and this is actually really cool. People who choose not to get the DLC can trade for the DLC Pokemon, which I think is really awesome. It is really awesome, and I think the internet would blow up if they didn't add that in there, but a lot of people are complaining right now about the, uh, the DLC. You know, first time a Pokemon game having DLC, people are not wanting to spend $90 on a single game. And I can understand that, but at the same time, we're used to getting 
Pokemon um, Silver, Gold, and then Crystal. You know, we get Diamond, Pearl, and then Platinum. And really, instead of spending $50, $60 on a brand new game, you're paying $30 for that additional game version, if you want to call it that. You know, I didn't think of that, but actually that makes a lot of sense. And plus, people don't like DLC regardless. Yeah, um, I've I've never once bought DLC, and you know I think it's gonna become a, a normal thing for Nintendo. Did you see what they did with Mario Kart Tour? Oh God! You oh. have to pay to play as Mario in Mario Kart. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's really bad. So that concludes the news. Um, I did forget to mention what I've been playing. So if, if anyone cares, I've been playing the Mummy Demastered still. I've been playing that one off and on. Um, Pokemon Shield I managed to beat. And I've been playing after the credits a whole lot. It's a fantastic game. Um, I, I might get the DLC. You know, I've never bought DLC before, but it might be worth it. We'll see how I feel in June. Um, Untitled Goose Game was a game I beat at the end of last year, at the end of the year in 2019. Really fun game, really, really short. I mean, it probably took us three hours or less to beat it. Have you tried it? You don't have it on Switch yet? No, I don't, because I'm kind of waiting for it to be a physical release. I know that sounds stupid, and if I wait for games like that, which I still do, it'll probably never come out, but... It's just, it's so hard for me to buy a digital game. It really is. I don't think that's stupid at all. I think a lot of people are like that. And a lot of people, I mean, a lot of times you get the game that you've been waiting for. I don't know when Cuphead's coming out. That one's been, been waiting for that one for two or three years now. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that's been rumored to get a physical once everything, like all the DLC and everything comes out. So who knows? Shadow of the Tomb Raider, I'm probably going to beat that one tonight or tomorrow. Been playing that one for probably the entire year. I've been playing that one off and on. <laughs> um, that is the third game in the Tomb Raider series of modern Tomb Raider games, and it's awesome. All the games kind of like blur together for me because none of them are really that different from each other, but really excellent games. I just got Outrun on my Switch, which is a digital m2 game for the eShop and eShop is having a huge sale right now so I decided to pick it up it was two dollars off why the heck not and my gold coins were gonna expire soon um, so I figured I'd use them before they expired at the end of the month other than that just been playing Rocket League and Splatoon 2 I actually picked back up recently forgot how much fun yeah. Splatoon 2 is Rocket League <laughs> <laughs> like my least favorite game ever yep judging a book by its cover i absolutely am you you hit soccer balls with cars hot wheels soccer balls with hot wheels it's amazing i don't understand all right let's get into today's topic at hand we're gonna talk about the 2010s for nintendo we saw the wii die we saw the wii u live and die and we saw the switch (laughs) be born in 2017 and the switch has just been doing amazing um i think it's safe to say that the wii was a huge console i mean it was a big deal when it came out but by the 2010s 2010 2011 the wii was really um people were moving on to 360 and ps3 i think i think a lot of people were outgrowing their wii 
and when you look back at it a whole bunch of the important Wii games were out by 2010 um, 2011 2012 it was dying down people were starting to move on and then the Wii U came out in probably the end of 2012 I want to say um, and we all know how well that one did and yeah. the Switch came out in 2017 with Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and Splatoon 2. And Nintendo has really been riding that high wave. The Switch just keeps breaking records. It's doing great. Every single time we see a new news article, the Switch is breaking records. Mm-hmm. So even though the Wii came out in 2006, Ubisoft may have just released its final game for the console just a couple of weeks ago. Oh just Dance 2020. Oh, man. Isn't that amazing? I'm sure all those grandmas that play that are so excited. I wonder if any game will be coming out in 2020 for the Wii. Because that one actually released in December of 19. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, it did not come to the Wii U. I don't think huh. anybody was shocked about that one. Rest in peace, Wii U. You can't even get Just Dance. <laughs> so overall, best games of the decade. Um, we're going to take turns talking about a few of our favorites and some games that we've played. Um, just because they're on my list doesn't mean Hannah didn't play them and vice versa for Hannah's list. We just didn't want to repeat the games. So I'll start here with Super Smash Brothers. Had a great decade. We had Brawl, which a lot of people think is the worst one now. I spent hundreds of hours playing that one um, the Wii U and 3DS Smash came out for the Wii U and 3DS and we had Smash Brothers Ultimate on the Switch at the very end of 2018 those games have taken up so many hours of my life like I can only imagine what I could have done in the time I spent playing those games and Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze. I was late to the game with both of those, and I absolutely love them. If you have not played these games, you need to go check them out. Have you played them, Hannah? Uh, no. <laughs> wow. I have not. I own Country Returns, but I don't own Tropical Freeze. Both cheap games you can find. Um, absolutely recommend them. Mario 3D World and 3D Land both released in the 2010s. Super Mario 3D World is hands down one of my favorite games ever made. And 3D Land was cool. Um, I wasn't a giant fan of that one, but 3D World is where it's at. Tetris 99. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about how much you hate 3D World? I don't hate it. I just, it wasn't fun for me. Like, Cat Mario and Cat Peach. Woo! <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't my favorite. Leave your hate comments down below. Moving on, we've got Tetris 99. Uh, that was a blast. I don't play it too much anymore, but um, love that game. Metroid Other M. Everybody hates this game. I'm like one of the three people that loves the game. I think the story was not perfect, but the gameplay cannot be... Um, can't really talk too much trash about the gameplay. I, th I thought it was great. Sonic Colors. Not a Nintendo game, but it did release on the Wii and DS. I played the Wii version. Thought it was pretty solid. Uh, definitely one of the better games for Sonic from the 2010s. I think that is mutually agreed upon. Isn't that like the only one that people like? The Sonic game on the Wii? 
I wish I could say that, but so many people are on social media trying to defend Sonic Unleashed, Sonic and the Secret Rings, and I'm like, I can't even, I get sick looking at those because I've played some of those games and they're just not good. So we got Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. I know we talked about Guitar Hero um, last episode. Controller for the win. I didn't play this on the PS2 controller. I played it on the guitar like a normal human being. Nope, controller for the win. <laughs> this was after Guitar Hero was like no longer the cool thing to have. I got this game day one. I remember Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock was so good. Um, definitely the last good Guitar Hero and one of the last Guitar Heroes. Um, it was... It was the same level of difficulty as Guitar Hero 3, whereas I felt like anything between Warriors of Rock and Legends of Rock were really starting to make it a lot easier. You know, I've played every Guitar Hero, and Warriors of Rock was definitely up there with Guitar Hero 3. Definitely Hmm. two of the best games. Rayman Origins and Legends. So... You guys know I'm a big Rayman fan. We did not get a new Rayman 4 this decade, and we're probably not getting one in the 2020s. But Origins and Legends came out, and they were fantastic 2D platformers that everybody loves. They've been ported to several platforms, especially Legends is on Switch now. I played Origins on the 3DS, and I played Legends on the Wii U. Kirby Return to Dreamland, solid game. Wish these games were a little bit more difficult, but can't really complain too much when it's a pink pink ball of joy named Kirby. Animal Crossing New Leaf. Don't have to say much about that one. That was definitely one of the greatest games this decade. Um, definitely the best Animal Crossing to come out so far. Had a lot of fun with that one, and as... With everyone else, I'm pumped for the new game to come out this year. Shovel Knight and its many DLC packs released in the 2010s. Um, Good on Yacht Club Games for continuing to release free DLCs for this game, even all the way back to the Wii U. If I go and turn on Shovel Knight right now on my Wii U, I can update it and get the brand new King of Cards DLC, which I think is just amazing. That is amazing. Of course, Splatoon 1 came out, and then Splatoon 2 came out. Both awesome games. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe on the Switch. And, of course, they were ported from the Wii. Very solid titles. Um, New Super Mario Galaxy 2 can't believe that that one actually came out in this decade it seems like it was so long ago Um, but it came out in 2010 then we had the first mario maker which was a huge 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 thing on the wii u i definitely was excited about it and i think we talked about it last episode i just never really got around to playing it as much as i thought i would um love the idea but it's just not for people that aren't super creative i guess Then we have Pokemon Sun and Moon. We had Yoshi's Crafted World and Yoshi's Woolly World. Both phenomenal games. I prefer Woolly World. Both phenomenal games, though. Then we had Celeste, which was a masterpiece that IGN gave a 10 out of 10. A lot of places gave a 10 out of 10. The 2010s were really solid for indie titles. Um... We had Axiom Verge. We had a lot of games that I actually never got to play and that are still on my backlog. But 
very solid year for or very solid decade for um, indie titles. And definitely one that I did not play was Minecraft, but I know that it has really defined this decade. Oh uh, are you a big Minecraft fan? No, I've never, <laughs> I've never played Minecraft. Not, not that there's anything against it. It's just something that I know I'm gonna get instantly addicted to, and then play it for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, those are the games I wanted to mention. How about you go now? Okay, so my best games of the decade, which excludes 2019, um, Pandora's Tower and The Last Story, which are RPGs, is a really interesting story around that. Um, and then Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2, and you could probably squeeze X in there, even though I've never played it, but I've heard people really enjoy it. Um, and then going for the obvious, Breath of the Wild, obviously. Super obviously. Mario Odyssey. Um, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. That one was fun, despite, you know, people not really liking it that much. Um, Link's Awakening, literally every Fire Emblem game ever. You got the ones for the 3DS, you got Echoes, Awakening, and then the Birthright. Um, and then you have Three Houses, which just came out on the Switch. Wow, um, it was a great decade for Fire Emblem fans. There was, there was a lot. A lot, a lot of them on the 3DS games. I think it revived the series. It was kind of dying off, and then... The 3DS got really popular, and so did Fire Emblem. Um, a Link Between Worlds, obviously that one's a that one's a given. And then Puyo Puyo Tetris, which I will fight for until the day I die. I've had so much fun with that game. It's one of the first Switch games I ever picked up, and it's just it's addicting and it's fun. And my friends like playing it. My friends who aren't gamers, uh, it's really easy for them to start just 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 Tetris and Puyo, and they really enjoyed it. So I like playing that with them. Um, and then Mario Kart 8, and then Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, Hyrule Warriors, which I don't think a lot of people like. I forgot like. about that it's, one. It's not Zelda canon, but me being a Zelda fan, I bought it anyway. It's not my favorite. I don't really like the Warriors fighting style, but it was it was fun. It was supplemental, you know, fill the hole um, until the next Zelda game. And then Paper Mario Color Splash, which I know makes people really angry. But <laughs> I liked it for what it was. I liked it a lot. I didn't have a problem with it not being like the previous titles. I mean, yeah, I liked the first one, and I liked Thousand Your Door a lot. And this one was definitely not as great as those, but I liked it for what it was. Um, and then Yis ate Lacrimosa of Donna. Love that game. Again, action RPG. Loved it. It came out, you know, earlier on other... Uh, platforms and then was ported over to the Switch. And Dragon Quest Builder, which I know I just said that I would never play Minecraft because I know I'd get addicted <laughs> to it, and that's exactly what happened with this game. I came home and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this demo. And I tried the demo and I played it for way longer than you really should because it's only, it's only like 20 minutes of actual gameplay, but you can keep building, you know, for forever. And I was like, alright, I need this game. And I bought it, got addicted to it. I think I put like 120 hours in crazy um and then this one's really controversial but arms i like very controversial arms i liked it it's a new ip nintendo was trying something different and they had the uh global test punch (laughs) which is like where they test their servers and i enjoyed (laughs) it so i bought it i really liked it when's the last time you played that one um a while but (laughs) I, i think i put like 60 or 70 hours in it was fun oh my gosh yeah 
I've got beefy arms now. <laughs> That's up there with Rocket League hours. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. So I accidentally mentioned Crafted World, which is actually going to go into our next section here, which is big games that released in 2019. I meant to say that we were going to exclude 2019 in that list a minute ago. So big games came out 2019 for me. And the same rule applies. Just because they're on my list doesn't mean Hannah hasn't played them or whatever. Sword and Shield, obviously we both really are loving that that game right now. Super Mario Maker 2 came out. Big deal. Still getting updates. Untitled Goose Game. Ridiculously ridiculous hype for this game. I don't understand it. It was fun, but I don't know. I don't know how the team got this game so hyped up, but good for them. I'm sure we'll be seeing a sequel of that one in, not too, not, in the not too far future. And then another one Hannah and I both loved, Astral Chain. Yes. Fantastic game from Platinum Games. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, that was a big deal when it was announced. And, you know, I don't really understand why, but nobody's talked about it since it released. Um, I haven't played it personally, but I did play the first one. We have Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. And... I don't know anything about the No More Heroes games, but I know that was a big deal. I think that's a Sega title, right? Sega property? Um, I don't know. Interesting. And then there's Katana Zero. My friend Pedro has been blowing up the banana where you shoot people. And then, as I mentioned, Shovel Knight's final DLC, King of Cards, released in 2019. Just a few weeks ago, actually. Um, okay. So, I'm going to actually go back and preface something real quick. So in in my best games of the decade, they're more towards the second half of the decade because honestly, 11-year-old me, 12-year-old me was stupid and she wasn't a super adventurous gamer. So a lot of my best games from the decade are when I really really got, you know, serious about <laughs> collecting and serious about gaming and kept up with the time. So don't give us crap about that in the comments. Um <laughs> So yeah, my we big were games, born in like 96 and what, 97 yeah. for you? Yeah, give us a break. Um, <laughs> okay, so big games that came out in 2019. First one would be Mario and Sonic go to the Tokyo Olympic Games. I didn't pick that one up, but honestly, it looks super cool. I like the one that came out on the Wii. I know, you know, it's just a sports game, why not? Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I mentioned earlier. I also mentioned Link's Awakening. Um earlier but that one also came out uh, in 2019 um and then cadence of hyrule which is an indie title but it uses you know the zelda ip so right. it was it was probably arguably one of the biggest indie games or would you not consider it indie because it goes into nintendo's property i don't know it's like i don't know where to classify that you um, played that one right no actually oh not. okay once again i'm waiting for it to come out physically, uh, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Um, and then the next game is Dragon Quest Builders 2, which I have not played, but I heard it improves upon 1 so much, it's not even funny. Um, and then the port of Dragon Quest 11 uh, came to the Switch, and then Daemon X Machina, which I played the demo, and it just wasn't a game for me. I don't really like sitting in giant machines and beating things up and doing missions but i mean it looked cool the gra i mean the the graphic style was nice 
You know, I heard so much about that game. I don't even know what it's like. It's a what's a mech game? Yeah, it's what you'd classify that as. Not my thing, but looks cool. Interesting. Important games of the decade that neither Hannah or myself played. I'm sure we'll get some crap for some of these. <laughs> no More Heroes 2 was a big deal when it dropped. We had Golf Story. I think that was 2018, 2019. It's like an RPG golf game, which honestly I think looks pretty freaking cool. Um, Mega Man 10 released in 2010. Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1. I think that was a WiiWare title, or it was something where it was digital only. I remember that. Uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, both series. So, Paper Jam was like a mixture of Mario and Luigi series and Paper Mario series. Um, I've played Paper Mario and I've played Mario and Luigi, but I have not played either of these titles. Have you played either of these 3DS games? No, I have not. My 3DS uh, <laughs> game collection is sorely lacking. <laughs> Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. I know people are in love with these games. Axiom Verge and Hollow Knight were both two just phenomenal games, apparently, that I have not played yet. And they're both on the backlog. Um, speaking of Mega Man 10, though, I forgot to mention Mega Man 11 was a big deal. It came out in 2018? Definitely this decade. I don't know if it was 2018 or 2019, but I have played that one, and it's a lot of fun. Very cool of Capcom to revive that series, which had not gotten a brand new game since 2010. So, we've discussed 2019 and the entire decade of Nintendo and the top games and everything. What are some games that you are looking to see in 2020 and beyond, Hannah? Okay, well, first and foremost... Obviously, Skyward Sword Remastered for Switch. I've been wanting that for so long, and I think everyone else in the Zelda <laughs> community that likes that game is like, please, Nintendo, just please just bring it over. From what I understand, um, most of the Zelda community does not like that game. No. There is a huge pocket <laughs> of people like me in the Zelda community who are, like, on the same page. Just a pocket, like, yes, huh? yes, please, please, Nintendo, please. Why won't you? Um, and it would be perfect because we have motion controls on the Switch and it would just work so much better. Mm, I don't know why they don't do it. Um, my next one would be Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons remastered, like, the Link's Awakening style. I think that would be really cool to, like, release it a double pack. Probably will never happen. I don't see why not. While I'm mentioning Zelda things, why not do Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask? I mean, people are asking for it. It'll sell like crazy. Why not? Um, and then we were talking about it earlier, but the next Paper Mario game that returns to what made the series so great. I don't know how they're going to do that. Like hire the original people that worked on it or I don't know, but I'd like to see it or at least maybe a remaster of one and two and bring it over. I don't know. Something Paper Mario. And the next one, I'm not a super huge fan of Pikmin, but I know there's a lot of people out there who really like it. So either Pikmin 4 or a port of Pikmin 3 from the Wii U, or even, like, a triple pack, Pikmin 1, 2, and 3. I think that'll sell okay, maybe. A lot of people talking about this thing called Nintendo Kart, which would be just, you know, like, Super Smash Brothers characters, but 
in Mario Kart. So there's already Link and um, Animal Crossing characters now in Mario Kart, so why not bring over Samus? Can you imagine, or, you know, like, Ike or Marth riding a freaking motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> why, why not? So that would be called Nintendo Kart. And then to tie into our last podcast, which you can go check out, um, I would really like to see the Nintendo 64 mini console. Or, if not that, then, then at least bring over Nintendo 64 games to Nintendo Switch Online. I think that'd be awesome. We have NES and SNES, so why not uh, Nintendo 64? Uh, and then Breath of the Wild 2. I just, I need it. We all need it. We want it. We want more teasers. We want it to come out. We want a confirmed date. Um, and then this one's pretty wild, but maybe a Bait and Kato's remaster? I don't know if I talked about this earlier, but it's by the same people that came out with Xenoblade Chronicles uh, 1, 2, and X. Super huge fan. Would love to play those, because those are um, super expensive. Locked onto the GameCube, yeah. They are super expensive. Um, and then Super Mario Party 2. I know you have some thoughts about Super Mario Party <laughs> 1. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about Mario Party, um, I would absolutely love Super Mario Party 2. Don't get me wrong. Or just, you know, Mario Party, I guess it's 12 now. Whatever you want to call it. The first one, Super Mario Party, really lacking in the maps area. Really great mini games, but five maps nintendo we need some free dlc we need an update um five maps you're kidding me and they're all so short no i'm gonna go on a <laughs> rant just move on okay um and the next would be bayonetta 3 i think it's all but confirmed to be coming at some point i mean they announced it like three years ago and then we haven't really seen anything else three years um, yeah, I think so. Maybe two years. Oh my maybe, gosh. maybe it was maybe it was twenty eighteen. I it know it's like coming, the, but I don't know when. It was in one of the first like presentations for the Nintendo Switch. So I think you're right. That's I mean that's a long time. Um, and then we talked about it last podcast, but the next Tony Hawk Pro Skater would love to see it, but it'll probably never happen. Absolutely, we need it. And uh, that's all I got. So what? do you want to see in 2020 you know there's this little series that people keep begging for it's called f-zero do you think we will ever see another f-zero i don't know that's a good question i just feel like that whole like super fast racing genre has not been when's the last time like a, a wipeout game came out i mean it's had to have been a few years now i don't think those types of games are really selling um, they got Mario Kart. I don't see them making a new F-Zero game. Personally, something that I saw on Twitter, like somebody replying to a tweet or whatever, is what if a rare replay came to the Switch featuring DK64, DK Country? That would be so cool. Um, it seems like Xbox and Nintendo have like a really good relationship. I wouldn't buy this compilation personally because i own the games but to see nintendo and rare together again would probably make my heart pretty happy and i know tons of people would buy that um that would be awesome that would be awesome that. people would love it people would buy it just because it has banjo kazooie on it i mean oh god <laughs> that would be a serious money maker for both nintendo and rare will we ever see a mother three hannah 
Will it ever be ported? Uh, I'm pretty sure Reggie himself said no. <laughs> so, mm, I don't think so. I mean, Nintendo's the king of left field, but I, there's just there's so much around that game that I don't think Nintendo even wants to touch it. Mother 3 and F-Zero must be the two most requested things on people's Twitter replies. Oh my god. Metroid Prime 4. Really excited for that one. I think this one was announced at the same convention that Bayonetta 3 was announced at. So it's been a good minute and we haven't seen anything. I really don't think it's coming out in 2020. What do you think? Uh, well, considering that they just restarted development not too long ago, I'm going to say no, but we might see a teaser or concept art or, you know, things are going great over here at, <laughs> you know, the development, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not expecting it, and I'm not upset with that. We saw how long it took to make Breath of the Wild, and it ended up being a phenomenal game. I'm perfectly fine with them taking their time on Metroid Prime 4. Something I think a lot of people want, 2D Metroid, a new 2D Metroid game. Whether it's a remake, you know, I'm not going to say that. I want a brand new 2D Metroid game. I like Prime. I like the Prime trilogy. 2D Metroid is where it's at for me. I love Fusion. I love Zero Mission. I love the 3DS remake of 2. Awesome games. And while we're on the topic of Metroid Prime, would love to see a trilogy port or remaster. Um... A remaster is a really, really big stretch, but who knows? Who knows with Nintendo? And after the success of Astral Chain, I would love to see a sequel. Oh, heck yeah. The story was totally left off where it could be continued, and I just love that game. It was a blast. So uh, we just wanted to mention a few of the games that you know, might have disappointed fans or just didn't necessarily sell as well or didn't do very well um, in the decade. And those would be Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Big yikes there. Which, uh, I don't... I understand what they were going for. What were they going for? Because I would love to understand it. Well, they... I think they just really wanted to, like, sell the Animal Crossing Amiibo. So they're like, yeah, let's just build, like, a whole game around it. But I think they missed the mark a little bit, and I think people were upset. <laughs> That's the Animal Crossing that they get. I got that game um, for $3. The big ol' Amiibo yeah. bundle. Three bucks. Yep, so did I. I got. It. I think I got it for, like, $5 or something. Um, and the next one would be Star Fox Zero, which also came out for the Wii U. Yep, Star Fox Zero and Guard. Personally, didn't think it was that bad, but it got destroyed <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, it did. Um, the next one would be Guitar Hero Live, which I owned. I didn't buy it day one. I got it from Walmart when it was on sale. It was like 20 bucks. I was like, mm, yeah. no, why not? And I liked the layout of the guitar. I thought it, you know, mimicked closer to an actual guitar, but yeah, people were not happy. I loved the idea. It was cool on paper, but Guitar Hero was long past dead by 2014 or whenever this came out. Yeah, people just didn't really like it um and the other one would be mighty number nine which was i I believe someone told me it was by the same people that made mega man somebody from mega man went to work on it yeah and then it was just awful i own that one but people are like nah don't play it don't waste your time so i haven't um and the last one would be donkey kong barrel blast i think what they were trying to do here is go for like a diddy kong racing game right 
and then just yeah gone. definitely i mean i doubt half the audience even knows what this game is i don't know if there was like bad marketing um because it's playable basically you're riding around on a barrel instead of a mario kart cart you're on a barrel and it's got it's like a rocket powered barrel and you have to shake the Wii Remote and Nunchuck to move. So you can imagine how exhausting that would be after one race. Oh, God. I played it, like, once. I don't know. It's, like, a such a strange game for the, the console that nobody ever talks about. Huh. Yeah, I've never played it, despite owning it. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. What are some of your favorite games of the decade? Nintendo or non-Nintendo, just drop a comment below. And what do you want to see in 2020? It's a brand new decade, guys, and the possibilities are endless with Nintendo. Hannah, where can the people find you? Gangrel Advance SP on Instagram. And I am at that gamer nerd on Instagram. Follow Bird Dog Gaming on everything else at Bird Dog Gaming. We'll see you guys in about a month or so for episode four of the Unlockable Podcast. See ya.